You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! This is Philip A. Gensomo, and you're listening to the Van Flip Podcast. What the flippy flip, goat flippers? It's your boy Lurg, and I just want to say thank you for making November our most viewed and listened to month thus far in the 10 months that we've been doing this podcast. It's crazy to see the growth uh, from day one to now. Thank you for all the listeners and viewers that share, subscribe, like, comment, interact, and all that good stuff. You guys really help us out. We greatly appreciate the love. Thank you for coming back to the podcast. If this is your first time, welcome to the Van Flip. If you're listening to us on a platform that you can give us a rating, just go ahead and give us a five-star thumbs up or whatever the it is you can do with that app or that thing or whatever it definitely helps us out in the algorithm of the podcast world visit lambgoat.com to stay up to date on news releases and announcements from around the hardcore and metal world follow lambgoat on social media you can give us a like on facebook and follow lambgoat on both twitter and instagram at lambgoat we also started a twitter account to better interact with you all directly for the podcast go follow at van flip podcast tweet us what you think of the show or who the next guest we should have on if you're the kind of person that likes to watch podcasts instead of listening to them all of our episodes are available to watch on the lambgoat youtube channel so subscribe and make sure you get notified when new episodes are released i would like to take a quick second to shout out all of our Patreon supporters, Dylan and Lachlan. Thank you for continuing to support us. If you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, not only do you help improve and grow the show, but you also get early access to episodes before they are released, an invite to the private Discord chat, Lambgoat swag, and more. We will even shout you out as long as you are a supporter. Visit patreon.com slash vanflip for more info. On this episode of the podcast, we have Bullet Tooth Records' newest signing, Nick and Rob of Minefield. Oh yeah, what's this? I feel this. Oh yeah, this is stuff. Oh no. Lamb Goat presents. The Van Flip Podcast. So, welcome back to the next episode of the Van Flip. Um, if you are new to the channel, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for stopping by. If it's your second or third or manyth time back, welcome back. Hit the like button, hit the sub button, give us a rating on your Apple Podcast app or whatever you want to do. Thank you for joining us today. Today on the couch, I'm also joined by... <laughs> Rob and Nick of Minefields. Hey, <laughs> you guys are from here, Jacksonville. Born and yep. Born, Born and raised. raised. Born here. Cool. Are you guys from the beach? I'm mostly more like St. Augustine area. Mm, so St. Like, Augustine, not from here. Got it. I'm Damn. Like, <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm south side. Of, um, Definitely from here. Yeah. All right. Damn. Go me out. Well, I mean, come on. You're St. Augustine. <laughs> you just have the same area code. You got lucky on that. Damn. <laughs> but you guys just recently uh, were signed to Bullet Tooth, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. 
So, how long have you guys been a band prior to being signed? Like, how long have you guys been grinding it out? So, I think, what, today's our... I should probably start... I'm going to cut you off right there. Oh, Nick is the vocalist. Nick is the vocalist (laughs) of the band. And Rob is the guitar player. Yeah, because the bass player's not here. We're going to talk shit about him. (laughs) We would never talk shit about Colby, our bass player. No, yeah. Play more bass when you're not on tour. Anyway, um... So, how long have you guys been a band? Uh, today was actually our four-year anniversary of releasing our first song. Cool. Four years ago, we released our first song on Thanksgiving Day. And now you're on Lamb Goat. And now we're on fucking Lamb Goat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Full circle. Honestly, yeah, that's I guess you guys can retire, you know? Two, one. Ten. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, four years, and I've been maybe with y'all for like a year and a half, I think. Close to half, of it, I'd say. Something like that. Cool. We had Rob come in by like two years into the band. Mm-hmm. We had our original guitar player just. We found Rob, and then we played what one show with two guitar players. One show. And then yeah. he was like, "No, I'm not feeling it anymore. We'll just let Rob take over." And we we're like, "All right, that's cool. Like, do your thing." And then we've just been grinding since that, honestly. So it's just the four of you guys. Yep. Yes. Four yep. In a fifth member, and honorary fifth member, the merch man over there. Yo. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are like uh, describe your style, obviously, because a lot of people may not have heard of you on Lamb Goat for the most part. But describe like your your style in the heavy rock the world. world. Um, I would say you know based on our earliest release, um, uh, our latest release, it's like metallic thrash ish. Um, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, would you deem it like hardcore? Yeah, I, I mean, so. we have, we have, you know, a lot of like, um, older hardcore style riffs, but also definitely with up tempo, um, beats and uh, metallic, um, technical style mm-hmm. guitar riffs. Was your latest release the one from <clears throat> September? Yes, the that's the one you're referencing. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, that was the newest one. Because you can check all that out on the Bandcamp, right? Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, all, all that good stuff. stuff. Yep. Buy it from Bandcamp. Buy it from Bandcamp, even better. You can stream it, cool, buy it, even better. Anyways. So how has the sound changed over the four years, obviously, because Rob's a newer addition, and uh, are you handling like all the guitar writing at that particular point going forward? Yeah, um, especially the new release. Um, I think the only thing I did on um, Void... Was this production? Was No, I, I played leads. Oh, yeah, you put some leads on there, I too. I played some leads. Um, That's how we met I Rob. recorded it. Through production? Um, through, yeah, he was recording our Boy of the Lumens EP. Yeah. And then he showed a real interest in wanting to be with us, and we were just like, no, fuck it, why not? And you said you tried it as a two-piece, I mean, a two-guitar band, but what We did, and then right when we did, did he yeah. was, and he was like, all right, you got this, bro. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh. I was the like, train wheels okay. are off now. I was like, we're like, all right, we'll <laughs> back at it, let's go. Yeah. So, um, was that, like, weird for you, though, to, like, because uh, were you expecting something like that? Um, to have it all on your shoulders now, Rob? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I wasn't ex- really expecting it. Um, I, I will, I'll take that back. Um, I was expecting it. Um, <laughs> he because, just wasn't, we weren't vibing, you I know? We could just vibe. He was definitely going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, especially after that first show. Um, he just showed uh, interest in other types of music, which is totally cool. Um, They're a great band too. Shout but, out Intervention. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I expected it and was 
totally cool. Um, I've always wanted to be in like a thrash type band. Um, that's the stuff I grew up on. So mm-hmm. it was kind of um, kind of nice and easy transition, uh, especially being able to just like play play guitar because I'm used to like singing in a band mm-hmm. or you know, like doing the whole thing. So, so excuse me. <coughs> Getting over a cold. <clears throat> How long have you been playing guitar, in general? Uh, uh, since probably eighth grade. Um, I my first instrument was violin. Sick. First first grade. Yeah. Yellow card. Um. Yep. Played all the yellow card rooms. <laughs> um, Local joke. No. Don't don't hate us. Oh shit. Yeah. Been going out for a bit. Yeah. So you were a violinist, and then you just like. Picked up the other six stringer. Yeah, I mean, um, my stepdad had, uh, you know, you make a transition as a kid. You said eighth grade you were playing violin, like in middle school. Um, first grade I started violin. Oh, first grade. Um, eighth grade is when I started guitar. Guitar. There you go. Okay, I had it backwards. Um, he, my stepdad came into my life and you know, int- introduced me into a lot of like awesome music that I didn't even know existed until I met him, and um, that was when I was like, hey, I can't play. <laughs> I can't play these riffs on a violin. I need something different. So, <laughs> so, so low. I mean, you probably could. You probably could. You probably could. You know, shit. The dubstick chick online. <laughs> dubstick violin girl, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm gonna reference that shit, honestly. <laughs> I got a plethora of just dumb shit up here. So, <laughs> so you started. Doing guitar like eighth grade, that's cool. And then, um, so what were you? I mean, now I'm just going down different avenues here. What were you listening to prior to your stepdad coming in? Because this is funny. Because Connie obviously was on the podcast and was very influenced by her uh, her parents and her stepdad too. But, so. Classics. Yeah, I mean, uh, before my stepdad, it was like it was like literally no, See, not even it was like know? whatever was on the radio, like. Yeah. Honestly, like whatever my mom had on, it was usually consisted of '80s pop, '90s pop. So yeah, I was gonna like um, joke and say Ace of Base, but it would have been right up in there. <laughs> yes. Literally like Tears of Fears. Oh yeah, like, those aren't bad. That's not a bad group. No, 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 it's awesome. <laughs> but like, that's not. I mean, that's not like you don't strive to play music like that. I don't even know how you would start running. Music right, like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like when I came into like you know, I can distinguish everything that's going on in a song uh-huh. with these type. Of types of artists and bands it's like okay i get this is more attainable you know i can do this yeah but interesting um <coughs> yeah i'm not gonna get into that i was gonna ask if you were if you're single single mom <laughs> my mom yeah before uh, you said she that was. yeah me and my sister. just because like musically influenced on what she was listening to so obviously it was more right. along those lines yeah it was it was interesting me and my sister um our twins grew up and so you're already like more. Outnumbered right then and there. Yeah. 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 So she, she did what she I feel did. like I have two sisters, so I get it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All my family mm. women. That's why I said Ace of Base, Spice Girls. I lived yeah, all dude. my life, too. Spice Girls. Anything you can sing along to. Yeah. No, it's really weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is really weird. Because, like, uh, when you're when you're young and you're, like, impressionable as far as, like, music goes, there's a very defined point where, like, you start finding your own. Oh yeah, your little niche for sure. And then when you get that, it's just like fuck that shit. Like everything that was pop music to me (laughs) at some point became like the devil, and like I didn't want anything to do with it because I I felt like it was so bad. 
You are like mainstream yeah, or something like, like that. It's almost like brainwashing type shit. Yeah. You know? Almost I mean, as if that line. I, I always accepted it because it was kind of like the only thing I knew. Yeah, at the time yeah. you don't know anybody. But then my stepdad came along and he introduced me to bands like Slayer and Two Suicidal Tendencies, Testament. And then I was like, yo, I thought this was like, mm-hmm. you know, what all, what all was out there. And like, there's this like sick evil music. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of like how it was for me. Yeah. Like, for personally, it was like Limp Biscuit was huge fucking here in early yeah. you know, oh, yeah. mid nineties and stuff. Shit, dude. On, so like they were, and that first album was such a unique sound. <laughs> There's Limp a unique Biscuit sound to that. Florida hardcore. I don't know that. <laughs> uh, we're not gonna go that far, <laughs> uh, but they definitely were a hyped band around this area around that time. And I remember them being on the radio, and um, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I found, like, other new metal shit, like Korn and Korn. fucking Slipknot at the time. Yeah, that, a little Dude. before that, but then I eventually dug out into that. And then, static X kind of stuff, almost? I was fucking down with Static oh, X, yeah, bro. Yeah, Wisconsin shit. Death Trip was the shit, and I got that through, uh, you know how when you scan those little fucking CD things, when you would like, for 99 cents, you get 20 CDs yes, or something. Yes, yes, and yes, never yes. pay. I so I was underage. BMG. Music group? Was it BMG? Something like that. It was something along those lines. I yeah. don't remember exactly what it was. You just fucking fill it out. You're underage. I can't get you. You're good to go. Golden blood. Yeah. So I had many a CDs that my mom and dad would not have bought me. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> but no. yeah, Wisconsin Death Trip was one of those bad boys. Yes. Yeah, so I lived that life for a little bit. That era of music was prime. But I mean, like when you find your own little niche because mm-hmm. no one in my fucking family listened to that shit at same, all uh, my dad was like Led Zeppelin and like <coughs> 70s rock and ACDC type yeah, shit same. but no one yeah. was like going under the, under the underground no one did anything underground for the most part right nothing like that yeah so what are your musical influences Nick as a not as a vocalist per se but just in your actual mine like for me I was a really sheltered kid so like it was just all just like radio <laughs> music and then my cousin showed me um Mudbane. Uh, <laughs> uh, my cousin showed me Mudbane, and I was like, should I like this? This sounds like scary. Like, I don't know if I should fucking like this. These guys look And then like, he showed me like Slipknot, and then after that, like, I just started playing different bands like Cisnova Down, and then I started like listening to like Trust Kill bands, like. It dies today. Probably said Trust Fall. No, no. What, like Trust Company? That popped in my head for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> no, like, no, How do you go from today. that to that? Bull for my Valentine. I used to love Bull for my Valentine. I still do. Oh, yeah. Um, That's it dies like today. That, for me, that was kind of always like weird, mainstreamy underground. Mm-hmm. Dude, it dies today for me was like one of my favorite bands. And then Bull for my Valentine. Kate Acquires Bomber. I discovered Bullet My Valentine on Need for Speed on one of those games. I think EA did did a big service for like the metal and hardcore yes. community because there were a couple songs that, that they put on like Madden. X. They put like uh, other sports games. I remember just I think they had Hatebreed on Madden at one point. Probably. I'm pretty sure they, they did. definitely had Bullet For My Valentine on there. Oh, yeah. I remember that fucking song on whatever Madden that was, and I was Dude. like, <laughs> yes. So yeah. it got cheesy to the point where you're like, I love this solo. <laughs> Literally though, yeah. That was mostly me though, just corn, slipknot, system of a down, and then got to like heavier stuff like it dies today, bullet my valentine. And then before like really like thrashier riffs or like hardcore punk, I was more like into like deathcore, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I really loved like Oceano, like Out of Third War, Whitechapel, all of those bands. And then from there, I remember in like two thousand nine or two thousand ten, I went to Carly Fest. 
and I saw Rotting Out and Foundation and Harm's Way, and it was just, it just changed the whole game for me, in my opinion, honestly. Like, watching Harm's Way play that, that show. Was he doing, like, curls on stage, too? Basically. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> basically. And it's just, like, that was something I hadn't heard before. Like, something that, like, I don't know how to put it, but that sounds lame, but, like, serious. Like, compared to, like, Bulls by Valentine and shit like that. But, like... You're talking I, about, like, like for... For, like... Like, just, vocals and message, or just, like, in general? Like just instrumentally, band? vocally, okay. like, live, energy-wise. Like, just basically everything. Because riding out and, like, Harm's Way, seemed like they would be trying to say a lot. Vocally, yeah, then, like, message-wise, you know? Foundation of that show when they had just released uh, When the Smoke Clears. And that was fucking crazy. I remember I bought that CD... Right after I saw Foundation, I think it was in like 2009, 2010, and like I said, it just bands from there just kept spinning off of those kinds of bands. Mm-hmm. So you find one, find one, and then like and then fucking three other pop up. And obviously, it's not like it was now. We talk a lot about like how music was, or how finding music was a little bit harder back oh, yeah. in the day. <laughs> you don't have like the related artist thing like on Spotify <laughs> now. A lot of people used to go to shows way more. Way more. Oh yeah. Just well, Spotify, Spotify. Yeah. I love Spotify for its for what it is, mm. but it's also like I don't think I don't know how good it is to find like bands within like these genres, other yeah. than like bands that are already out there that are already established or are on established record labels for those genres. That makes sense. I feel like if you were looking because it's harder to get underground bands on Spotify in, in general, but mm. you know. God, fucking MySpace was like the gold mine. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was just easy. It was Dude. so easy to find music on there within certain genres. MySpace and the profile songs. Oh yeah, loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Top eights. I learned so top many. Eight. I learned Yo. so many bands from people's top yeah. eights. That's wild. That was around the time like a mirror came out too. I really fucking loved a mirror. Yeah. Speaking Goodbye, of Biscuit. Oh, Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, no, no disrespect. I love him. I mean, I shouldn't say I love him. In your, but I fuck with in your heavy for a lot of hours. Oh, dude. Oh, cool. I just have like, I've not gotten yeah. out of it, I just haven't paid attention to Up until it. like felony, that was really fucking fun. Up until that he got electrocuted on stage. <laughs> 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 oh my god. I forgot all about that until just now. Yeah. I'm saying it. So I remember it. I remember the video. <laughs> we watched that video the other week, I forgot about it until then. I was like, like, what a quality video. <laughs> Shout out Frankie for the electrocution. Shout out Frankie, I love him here, I don't even care. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was funny. You saw uh, you saw recently that they did the GoFundMe thing, and he was doing the GoFundMe that, thing. Yeah, that's weird. How Frank just asking for money from the fans for the band for, what? for the band? I'm no, it sure. wasn't like for the band. I think it was for like a fan club type thing. But you would get like club. easy. We need printed tote bags. We really need. <laughs> we really need money for our totes. <laughs> We're trying to sell totes for our I, I know, like, I read that, and then it was maybe, like, what, a week or two later, he, like, refunded everybody? Maybe, yeah, like, closely uh, after that. Because I think everyone was taking it the wrong way. I mean, I don't know what the way it was supposed to be taken in general. But, like, how can you take that, honestly? Like, what other know. way do you, like, hey, there's, I mean, like, there's so money. many different ways to monetize. I mean, there's so many ways, not yes. different ways. There's so many ways to monetize your content. I feel like, and honestly, this is just me personally talking, I feel like um, bands should do more like Patreon GoFundMe type shit for themselves. Yeah. I feel like. Because it's harder to actually make money in the, for like in the industry. music videos or like... What in general. Just in general? Like, the end of the day. Minefield, Minefields has like a Patreon page, right? And you guys might do like a live stream with the fucking Patreon people once or twice a month. Like just early access to... Early access to your shit. At the end of the day, it's a service made for people that need money. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, 
it's it, if you need money, it's available to you in the service that they provide. Yeah. And like, there's there's no shame in asking for you know help. No, yeah, I feel like because especially like at, at your level, at many many levels above you, yeah. up until you get to a certain level, you have to have day jobs what that and, and yeah. shit. So why not yeah. like you know three bucks a month for fucking some kid to like sit on your live stream or like get in your Discord chat or some yeah. shit? You know what I mean? I sit honestly, but I know it's just viewed weirdly. Yeah, I mean right now. Yeah, right now for sure. It's because we're in the. 2019, how many, how many 20 year old kids are subscribed to fucking browsers? <laughs> when they could be, I don't know, dude. When they who, could, who gets, who pays money for that shit? Right? Uh, I've never met one single person who paid money for porn. <laughs> dude, dude. Porn, porn has been but, rocking it for fucking years you, and you I've never that, paid. But they still make money and they still exist. It's well, I, okay, I feel like, and this is probably gonna upset some people. <laughs> But I feel like there's a certain kind of individual that yes. pay for it. Yes, that's factual. Well, um, but that's no, not the same no, individual. No. My point is, there's people out there that will pay the three dollars. Exactly. To to oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Band they like. But the same yeah, person that's going to subscribe to Brazzers probably isn't going to pay you three bucks. <laughs> they will definitely subscribe to your <laughs> <laughs> <Amir's> Patreon. <laughs> oh, I want to watch you suck it, dick. Yo, that's yeah. It's like a, they're a good band. I like the sound too. I don't know why. They're, they're just like they're, they're like they're like, they are like a it's dirty. Amazing. Good by the Gallows album, the Felony album, as dumb as the lyrics are, it's just I love it for some reason. And the respect issue. Speakers of the Dead. Speaker of the Dead too. I, is that the one with the white cover yeah. and the speaker box? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like with that song. Yeah. With that one song. <laughs> with the drug dealer dude. friend. Drug dealer friend. Yo. <laughs> but um. Anyway. So yeah, that was interesting. Patreon, you know, was, I found out that. No, I'm just gonna skip that. I found out who created Patreon, but that does not apply here. One, one bit. One bit. It's just like a personal, like LOL thing. No, it's a guy that was in a band. His name is Jack, I think, and he was in like a group on YouTube called Pomplemousse. Pomplemousse. Yeah, they used to do like weird covers on YouTube, and I always wondered how they got bigger, and that might be why the Patreon thing it. might be why. Sorry, Patreon. Because now they're in, like, fucking big-ass New York studios and shit with, like, ten people playing music. But anyway, <laughs> moving on that. Yeah, totally not even hardcore or anything. So you guys uh, have been, like, doing the little circuit here uh, in Florida for a little while. Uh, you guys have done some tours. How many, how many releases do you guys have uh, in total? I know you have, like, four, four like, album covers on your band camp. So. Three main releases. I think we have, yeah, we have um, released our first single, like I said, four years ago today, and that was... Mental Torment, and that song was on the Perpetual Suffering EP, which was in 2016, I believe, and then 20, no, 2018, we released Boy of Eliminance, and then we got Robin here, and he records a bunch, so that really helped us, like, speed the process along of, like, trying to get stuff mapped out for the right, new right. songs, so we wrote, like, those new three songs in maybe, like, a couple months, and we were just like, let's just release them real quick, and yeah, so we probably have, I'd say, like, three EPs. So how long of um how did you guys get linked up with Bullet Tooth? Was it something you were just like sending demos out to play places or did no, you get contact? He he honestly yeah, came to us. I think he's he messaged Trevor, I think. Yeah. Our drummer. I don't know if he saw that we were playing in Jersey. I mean this is on our tour our last one with uh Black Force. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe he saw 
I don't even know. Really. I don't know how he like found us. But I know Osmosis. He, he was, <laughs> I know he was Are you like, actually signed to that, or like is that a thing, or is it just like a, we're making it up as we go along? <laughs> Trevor, I know Trevor was the main person talking to him, and he was like, "Yo, this guy that used to run Trust Hill is gonna come like see our show in Jersey. He's driving like two hours for it." I was like, "Damn, really? I hope it don't fuck up." Great string. And that, yeah. and that show, he broke a string, and there was like maybe like ten people there, and I was maybe. like, I was like, dude, this guy's not gonna want shit to do with us. And then we talked to him after. He was like, so you guys want to do an album? And I was like, I mean, like we'll figure out like the details, but that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so is it just like an album? More, one, one album deal. One album deal. They were gonna do what? Eleven or twelve songs? We'll do whatever time permits and energy provides. Yeah. We already have, like, <laughs> what, three songs written? Three yeah, or four songs? Three, I mean, are not the EP band, songs going to be on there? Yes, the, the self-titled ones will be on there, so we'll be LP. Will they, though? Because I don't know. I don't know. We talked about it a little bit. We've had mixed decisions on that, because we changed tuning for what we're about to play. We went down to C from drop D. I mean, you can just, like, have, like, other guitars off stage, you know what I mean? Just... That's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just paying the ass kind of shit. Fucking play, play it all with C. Okay. Yeah, what were we in C? C standard? C's drop C. Drop C. Uh, well, figure it out. You'll, <laughs> you'll uh, find out when we're done. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Maybe if you subscribe to the Patreon page, yeah. on your download, you'll have the three. Three bucks a month. You'll have yeah, the three. Cancel your browsers now. <laughs> For one, yeah, for one browser subscription, it. for one browser subscription, you get three, ten months of uh, Minefield. <laughs> Way better deal. Let's take this out of here. I mean, you can also do different tiers, bro. Subscribe you get three months Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> three months Snapchat. You can make a fans a only. tour Snapchat. We're doing bullshit. I think we're stumbling on some shit here, fellas. Honestly. Live to Patreon. I mean, uh, bands, hey. fan only, fans only stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Only fans. I mean, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of groupie type bullshit going on. Yeah, I mean, what? Gardner Mitchell got that that deal from what? What was that? One website? Brazzers. Brazzers that literally work out. Yeah, they wanted him to fill in. He would work out for not even a long period of time. It wasn't even a long period of time. He broke out. Yeah, I think not even that. But that's a stretch. We're gonna go with an hour because it's a million dollars. So you got to give him for Brazzers just to work out in your jockstrap. He would be in a jockstrap because he worked out in a jockstrap in college and now I guess so. And Do you know he only? But he only makes. You see a mustache, mustache man. He only makes. Uh, I think he makes league minimum, maybe. I don't know what it is, but it's like three hundred k a year, not which is bad. not shitty. Not too bad. But a million dollars is a million dollars. Yo, straight year. up. Yeah. He did not do it. He's not. We're doing, doing that too, like. But he's you like no, I'm not gonna do it. And now Nick Foles probably. You should probably tell everybody we're talking about Gardner like Mitchell and Jaguars. Oh yes, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're all from Jacksonville, so we all feel the pain of watching them lose every fucking week. I'm not a Jaguars fan. <laughs> you said for the record, Rob's not a Jaguars fan. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I am anymore going forward. After that last game, fuck. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, we're going to lose everybody talking about fucking the Jaguars. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, speaking of Patreon, though, fucking Patreon it up with the uh, van flip. $5 a month. You get early access Help and a bunch of other out. shit. Help them out. Hey, you can talk to me on my Discord. Or our oh. Discord, not my Discord. Anyway. <laughs> So, you guys, when is the album, like, slated to, I mean, have you started, obviously you started writing for it. Uh, Do you guys writing. write and record yeah. at the same time? Um, so, basically, our process this time will be um, basically writing, um, and as we go, um, creating um, sort of a pre-production demo of each song. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think we might do that in segments. So um, we've got three songs done. Um, Not got, the three songs outside of the three songs. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, I've got a I've got a couple of songs kind of jammed out um, that we've uh, yeah the Rift Bank <laughs> um, that we are um, pulling from, and uh, I think you know being able to record and listen to um, a rough demo is going to you know help us make changes and make you know kind of mm-hmm. like cut our songs into. Um, something a little bit more special than our last releases. Fine too. Then do you guys so, re- yeah. do you guys record at like your house or do you have like access yeah, to a studio? Yeah, um, okay. so my house, my studio, um, Shed Sound. Um, we we did the drums there last time and we did everything there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it came out pretty good. Um, looking to up it up it this time. Mm-hmm. Cool. More. What's the what's the yeah what's the direction for the new album and stuff as far as like music? I think um, record. I think we're gonna maybe mix and master. Get someone to mix and master it. It's always and good. Rob will just like engineer it and like do a little bit of production. Yeah. But mostly mix and master. We'll probably send off to somebody else. Oh no! I I think I'm gonna mix it too. Well, well this shit. Yeah. We're Man, finding we're finding out right now. Man, you hear her first. He wants to mix. Who <laughs> <laughs> knows? If we can find someone to mix it, yeah, we're honestly and better than me. Than well, I mean, you know, you're things. gonna have some uh, <clears throat> old ex trust kill money. You might get will will on the case. We're really indecisive we on see. what we want to do, like plan wise for everything. We're just trying to get the songs written and then just go from there, probably. Yeah, I mean, as far as a tentative finish date, I mean, um, it all really depends on um, on our lives. I think we're trying to push for like spring. Yeah, spring. I mean, you might summer. as well because then you can get on the tour. We're all schedule. working full time, and yeah. Trevor works in Orlando. Or he lives in Orlando. He's got a kid now, and so like it's hard for us to all get together at the same time. But Rob usually just will write some riffs and then send it to Trevor, and he'll get it down. And then once we finally meet, like every like couple of weeks, we just knock out like two or three songs at, the, at a time usually. Mm-hmm. That's usually like what we try to go for at least. Yeah, that's the plan. I think, I think that's that'll work out for us. Is there any kind of direction as far as like the sound is going? Are you changing anything up, adding anything, experimenting a little bit, maybe? I think that um, a little experimenting. Yeah, I think um, production value goes a long way. Um, I think that um, being able to take our time to do songs and really sculpt them the way we want them is going to change our sound. Um, but not change our um, the personality of our music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, the biggest change you'll see in our music is you know dropping our tuning to C. Um, but we will we'll still have the same drive and the same message, especially lyrically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he has he has some reoccurring themes with his lyrics and songs, which I think is awesome and works for us. Um, but it's just all kind of a general consensus of our direction has been dark, fast, and heavy. Yeah. And I mean, as long as we stay along those lines, I think <clears throat> I think we'll be happy with our outcome, and so will uh, our listeners. Cool. Yeah, I was thinking about your uh, lyrical content. It's really cool that you guys are like a brony type band, you know, and you sing in falsetto all the time. It's really awesome. I work on a lot. I love, I love my little pony. Yeah, yeah. And you, don't, you don't see a lot of those, like, you don't see a lot of the brony type bands, you know, get get much love. So. I, mean, I actually just 
chop my pony's head off. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Damn. Yeah, but yeah, definitely just honestly just making our sound more mature for what we already are. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the the rip or the rip changing, the <laughs> the tuning changing. <laughs> And we riffs do change have, though on the album too. So <laughs> well, we will it's have some different riffs. Yeah, but like just trying to have something for like like everybody. Like trying to have something for the thrashers, the punk kids, the hardcore kids, the beatdown kids. Like we try and get a little bit of something, all of that in there for everybody to enjoy. I think that just comes by writing style. I mean, like we, you know, we all have different backgrounds on yeah. stuff we love. Yeah, not not the the pony joke was a it was a joke. <laughs> No pony. No pony. Yeah. I'm actually really kind of a phobia of horses. And Especially tiny ones. And I'm somewhat allergic to horses as well. <laughs> Tat- tattooed horses that are small. <laughs> They're fucking freaking me out, man. Freaking me out, man. Freaking me out, man. So, yeah, so <laughs> what is your, yeah, what is your, uh, what's the lyrical message with the, with the band since? It's mostly just, like, stuff that I feel like I can't talk about with my friends and family. Just, like, my depression issues, my suicidal thought issues. That's the main the main drive of my lyrics, was just, just getting my depression out there, getting the suicidal thoughts out there. And the newer stuff, I kind of went with a different approach. Like, one song I had, like, a suicidal song. One song I had a song about, like, political stuff, like... Which is making you want to do suicide anyway. Basically, I mean, it's <laughs> fucking 2019 we live in anyways. But basically just saying, like, fuck Trump, fuck racism, fuck the media. Um, just trying to, like, go back and forth between real-time issues and also, like, personal issues that people can relate to mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, it's always weird. You don't want to... God, so you don't want to be, like, all about just, like... Just oh, me. I'm depressed all the time. Listen to my words. You, know, like, you don't no. want to be like that, but then like... Sometimes I'll ask the band, I'll be like, what do you guys want me to talk about? And then I'll kind of go from there. Uh, but even then, they're just like, oh, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> it's because like you also play these shows with like bands that actually have a message and shit. And then, like I always felt like, oh, we, we don't really have like a fucking message. Just like, I, I just hate hated my myself. ex-girlfriend, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, as long as it's something really important, I think all of the good, um, you know feelings come out whether it's about completely different things from song to song relating to it you know it's you know if there's a lot of feeling behind it it comes out really good Um, especially since we're writing dark music yeah um, I feel like you really nailed that especially with our last release Um, but I think if we carry that along yeah we just keep pushing it along like I said just mature the sound yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully you just stay depressed forever and you can just write forever. Yeah, you know? that's just the key to being a musician, just be fucking depressed. I, I think anyone I that does anything is, in the arts is always oh, really depressed. Oh, 100%. I took the Xanax away from him. <laughs> so, so he can write better. Yeah, right? <laughs> False news. You'll get him back when you're done writing the album. Yeah. Springtime, maybe on tour. Then we'll, then we'll really amp up the OnlyFans page. We're shit not all drug addicts, I swear. We just smoke on, weed man. and drink beer. That's the only thing. Same. No, don't believe him. <laughs> he got into a rap life a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of rap life. I fully support Lil Pump and everything he does. <laughs> yeah, do you guys, do you listen to other stuff? I mean, not, I mean, no. I mean do you listen to other yeah. things outside of honestly, the heavy genre? Yeah. Honestly, I listen to heavy music about 20% of the time. Okay. 
Um, well, you also play a violin and shit, so I expect you to have some like, Tchaikovsky on regular Celtic step music. I mean, listen to some like river dance, some river dance. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I listen to a lot of indie. Uh, um, Arctic Monkeys, Black Keys, Indie Man. Um, a lot of that stuff. Um, I just, I just like my. I feel like my head is constantly like on ten. So, like, when I can listen to some music, it has to be something, like, kind of chill. Chill them. You know? How um, does that affect, like, writing, though, for you? Well, that's my outlet. No, I mean, like, as far as, like, writing music and writing riffs, because, like, if you listen to, uh, if you're listening to other stuff all the time, do you try to, like, write, like, Arctic Monkey shit, but, like, in drop C and, like, a little heavier? Yeah, music stuff, maybe a little bit. I, I maybe, but, like, I think that um, they have a lot of awesome melodies that metal misses mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. so maybe that um, kind of plays into what I'm writing because riffs are you know melodies whether you like like it or not mm-hmm. and I think it just comes out I think writing metal, metal you know whether someone thinks that I'm good at it or not I think <laughs> it's really easy for me and I I can come up with riffs that I I like mm-hmm. pretty easily um uh, I, uh, if if I need some inspiration, you know, um, I always you know branch out and, um, and then kind of go back to my roots, and um, it always kind of turns out good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you listen to, Nick? Mostly, like I said, I listen to a lot of heavy the music. The Midnight. Yo, I love the Midnight. Honestly, shout out the Midnight. But um, <laughs> I like. Other stuff like that, like Midnight, like some pop stuff. I love like Turnover. Uh, Turnover's new album's great. Uh, the new Vatican album's fucking great. <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of The Baby. I love The Baby. Uh, I love like Lil Peep. I love Freddie Gibbs, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of different stuff. Even Every- like your like rap, even the rap that you just said, those three names are fucking so different. Right? So like, I love Freddie Gibbs. I love like Shakewell, stuff like that. And I just listened to this girl named Phoebe Bridgers. I think her name is. And I haven't heard her before, but she's really... Nor have I. Really, really <laughs> soft, like, chill music that I really enjoyed. I've just... I've been stuck on her lately. Yeah. So when, much different stuff. When we were on tour, back in the day, like, I always had to have, like, some weird music in the van, for the van. This is before fucking cell phones and iPods and all that shit. So we oh, had yeah. CDs. Mm-hmm. But, like, good Lord, there was a time where, like, after the first week of the fucking tour I'm like alright we're done no more heavy music that at all in the van yeah. that's me yeah. Yeah, that was me yeah. we feel that that's definitely. us <laughs> cause like you're all day <laughs> you're all day listening to it something chill you're all listening to it and like your job technically is like to play it so you're around it all the time it's a pain we like for chill music we like like the midnight turnover um Monkeys. Mom Jeans is pretty cool. Uh, who else? <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> Turnover mostly. That I've been stuck on that new album. This is any of their albums you can just yeah. like, turn on and drive to, and it's like chill. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to think about it. it doesn't bother you. And you know, everybody's pretty much down with that. Yeah. Um, where do, where are some of your favorite shows as far as like on your tours of concern or have been? Hmm, I'd say... How many have you been on? How many, like, tours? Tours? 
Tours, um, so the funny thing, we've been on four tours this year, and that's more than the entire span of the band mm-hmm. that we've done tours. We did, I think, what, one tour in 2017 with Incited, and then some stuff with Law happened with me, so I couldn't couldn't leave to stay out of probation. The Law? Like Let's talk about that. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Shouldn't have said anything about that. I just, uh... uh I got arrested for some bullshit. Got fired from my job. He was counterfeiting money bills. Oh my god! Basically, <laughs> what the cops really? thought. Okay, so I came across a fake hundred dollar bill, and I took it to Dailies, and I was like, "Yo, don't know if this is real or not. Can y'all check it for me?" They checked it. It was fake, and we gotta call the cops. I was like, "All right, do you think?" Do you think I'm gonna step out for a second? I waited. No, I waited there for a good five minutes. Okay, well, you deserved it. Yeah. I waited there five minutes and said, "Yo, y'all want me to wait for the cops come?" And they're like, "No, nah, no, nah, you're good." Like just. Ignoring me, basically. Right. So I was like, I got to work in the morning. I'm going to go. I'm going home. Bye. It's like Drove 2 home. o'clock. 2 p.m. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, next day at work. At work. Literally next day at work, four cops come there to interview me about it. <laughs> and then end up just arresting me on the clock. So I literally lost my job. I was unemployed for close to three months trying to find a job. Because it was a felony they charged me with. Mm. It was a third degree felony uttering a false bill. Did they clock you out, though? No, I asked. I said, "Can I at least fucking clock out?" So have, no, dude. Sorry, I was are like, "Are you saying right. you had a miss punch?" Yes. <laughs> Unforgivable at Publix. Not cool. Unforgivable. Unforgivable. So I dealt with that shit for a year and a half. Had to do community service, get a new job, go back to school, impress the probation officer bullshit. And then after that was done, we started hitting minefield a little more hard, and we're like, "Yo, I don't have to deal with that bullshit anymore. Let's tour as much as we possibly can." So we toured with, um, the beginning of the year, we toured with Lowered AD, which was a blast. And Rob had mono the entire time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really mono. And then we Making um, out with all these other Brony fans? Or Brony! <laughs> Honestly, the worst part about it was that I had no idea how I got it. I was just sick for an entire month. Literally. Just stop licking handrails and shit, man. <laughs> don't don't lick doorbells. You played two oh, sets. Oh, yeah, I was filling in for bass um, with Lowered. We played two sets every night and just went in the band and slept. With like a hundred degree fever for like two weeks. Yeah. Dude, so you were probably, you were probably like that clammy dude sniffling. And he was mad. Yeah. I probably looked like I was on a lot of heroin. <laughs> Coming <laughs> off of it or something. Just oh, shaking like and sweating. But, He's fine. But in reality, I was on the verge of death. Yeah. He would be comparable. Yeah, he was having thing. a rough time. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but then after that, we went to, uh, was, was the next one Texas? Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, we did a Texas run for Hope for Shelter Fest. Oh, we did that by ourselves, oh, and who, it was who uh, that? Hope for Shelter, um, Easy Money, Easy Money, Reserving Dirt Cats, Race Trader, Race Trader, and that was in Dallas. No, not Dallas, Texas, San Antonio. Yeah, that was a cool. Oh, yeah, cool. we played uh, Alabama that tour, San Antonio, <laughs> Dallas, uh, Louisiana. Heaven's Die. Heaven's Die played yeah. that. Really love Heaven's Die. <laughs> And we did like I think four or five days by ourselves, and the drives on that tour were fucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything in our, van, our van didn't have AC. I was like <laughs> in June, you know, in May, cooking no like worries. a hot dog in between the seats, laying on the floor. <laughs> oh my god! You put yeah, your water on the ground because the engine's like underneath like, the van, I'd never been and your water just gets scalding hot, and you're like, I can't even drink cold water anymore. This yeah. fucking sucks. I think, especially from here. For people who are unfamiliar, like 
<laughs> driving on, I'm assuming you did I-10 like yep. 90% of the, the time. classic way. So like I-10 out west, it's like six hours of Florida. Mm-hmm. And then you have like eh, 20 minutes of like Alabama or something or Louisiana or something. Then Louisiana is a little longer. But fucking Texas, bro. Dude, Texas, Texas so was just fun. And it's so huge. dry. It was our first time there. It was a blast. And another we thing that people time. don't realize is you're facing the fucking sun the entire time you're driving. Dude, dude. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Remember, like, you're like, on the way back, your arm's getting completely yes. baked. My arm was burning yes. <laughs> in, the, in the van on the drive. My arm was burning. <laughs> and, the and you can't so wear anything with sleeves or else you're just cooking. You yeah. just heat stroke instantly. Or else you're cooking because you want to sleeve It's a loose lose. So that, again, uh, this is all content you can download uh, on their OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans, three dollars a month. They get naked on there. Uh, they get naked in the tour van. Cooked army, ten dollars a month. There you go. What the fuck? It's all bonus content. You know, fans just want it, bro. <laughs> we'll announce tours before. No, we couldn't do that. That would. It's be my weird. cooked army. <laughs> so we did. We did the Texas tour, and then we played all the. <laughs> Florida dates with hoods, and that was a fucking blast. Cause that was sick. Before we played with them, that was the band that we covered for like the ter- first yeah. two years of the band. <coughs> they're they're pretty. And when we played with them, up. and they were all about it, and like their shows were awesome. Their every show was great. Miami yeah. was wild. Tampa was with Three um, Deep. Three Deep. Um, yeah. So what about bad ones? Oh, man. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's like fucking 100 to 1 bad yeah, ones to, one on to the do. Way to Texas. No, all the way to Brooklyn. We uh, broke down. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't get peach. Okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> this is the tour that I had mono on. We played our first date. It was like... Virginia or... No, North Carolina. North Carolina. And then we had to drive all all night to... 13 Brooklyn, hours. To Brooklyn. We had to be the next day. We're not gas. And I'm driving... And and it's like February and um I'm like, oh shit. I remember this older van we're driving and it's like right before you get to the orange, we gotta stop for gas or else you're fucked because you just run out of gas. And I'm and I told I'm telling the guys that and like as that's happening as he's driving it's like it's like mm-hmm. and I'm like oh, no. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Dave, do we bring our skateboards? We ended up having to basically skateboard like three miles. On the highway. 40 on degrees. Highway. On 95. At four in the fucking morning. Four in the morning. <laughs> it's like raining and drizzling and like 30 degrees. See, again, if you subscribe to the OnlyFans, these dudes can like we Uber will actually at some time. video footage of this happening in real time. Five dollars a month. They just, then, they, yeah, just cover the Uber cost and they write down. And then... We get the we get the fucking Brooklyn and uh, shot. Oh god! Is this we, it's a really cool. It was a really cool line. Cool venue. Yeah. Cool venue. We had uh, we had we had Utmost play. They were a really cool, like melodic hardcore band. And we had Annulment play, and they were really fucking sick. The dude from one of the dudes from Incendiary plays drums in that band thing, and DMP Death Metal Pope. They were really fucking sick. So it was a good lineup. Really cool, really cool venue. I don't know if it was poor, like, I, I don't know what happened, yeah. but we got there and maybe, <sighs> maybe five people paid. Yeah, it was like five, maybe we five got, we got half, half of a free pizza. And we got, we were supposed to get a full free pizza, but someone took it, someone took our free pizza, so they made us a once, like one or two slices per band member, 
and then like one drink ticket per member. And I was like, all right, here you guys go. Thanks for driving. And the promoter was like, yeah, I didn't make anything either. I'm like, I mean, you didn't drive 13 hours either, did you? Like, fuck, man. Yeah, you're probably like, I made a little money though. So, like, that was a bad show. That was a bad one. How many of those do you guys get? You guys, I mean, obviously touring bands, especially Most before your side. Honestly, there's only like a couple of that. Tour. For how little we've toured, I've been surprised with the turnouts, honestly. Yeah. I've booked all the stuff like myself. So I've been That was really my next worried. question. Like, if you guys. I've been really worried about like all the show turnouts because I'm just like, well, if this sucks, it's on me. So that lower AD tour, like, I think we had the Brooklyn show. That was bad. Yeah, and that was pretty much it. Everything else was what, wild. What's the Brooklyn fan base looking like? Is it like hipster city out there for fucking hardcore? We didn't have enough people to show up to find out. No <laughs> way. I mean, I've been I've been to Brooklyn, and I it was it a cool is, city. I love walking around. Kind of hipster, New York's fun. I think the coolest the coolest thing that happened to that show was our bassist found a Ozzy Osbourne pin that fell off a fifty year old punk dude's jacket. Sick. And he kept that shit, and he was like, "Yo." Fuck yes, dude. Yeah. yeah. And he was very hyped on that. And then Colby lost it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he does all of his pins. The fucking basis of this band. I can't wait for him to hear this. <laughs> so, like, uh, pins, pins, pins. Do you guys ever... Does he fuck with, like, pins heavy? Or is yes. He, he actually... Like, punk pins or, like, pins in general? No. Both. He, he does a lot of um, <laughs> art for us. Um, he, mm. do, he has a sign painting company. Um, and he actually creates animal pins. He just came out with some Jags ones. Yeah. What's his What's uh, his pin company? Penobi? Obi Penobi? Obi Penobi. 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 I think it's called his sign page is called Bacon Signs. Obi One Penobi. Oh. Is that what it really is? <laughs> no, because no, okay, there is a, there is like a Jaguar fucking thing. I think <laughs> Penobi is. The yeah. He doesn't have an actual one for his pins, but for his signs that he makes, it's called Bacon Signs. If you want to follow it. Penobi. Yeah, you never bacon know. underscore signs. Bacon and, underscore signs. Enamel pins are the, the shit right now. Yeah, we got a yeah. lot of different pins made. He has, he has tons. Um, he's a big Simpsons collector. Mm-hmm. Um, he has... <sighs> Sounds like a friend of mine, bro. Pins, <laughs> pins in the Simpsons. Like, like alright, do I get it? Yeah, you, it might be Colby. Uh, no, it's not. Is it Warren? No. Colby, no. you're not the only one. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, does Colby hang out in the rain uh, for the Rickmobile? He could have, but he may not have told us about it. Yeah. yeah. It could be very possible. He didn't tell anybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very possible. Because <laughs> my, friend, my friends that are the big Simpsons people, they were like, yeah, fuck it. 7 o'clock, we're going out there, and it rained. That's what? a no for me, dog. <laughs> and it rained. Yeah, well, I don't get that. I don't get it. I mean, I like, the road, like I said. pin art is cool. I love pin art. I would make pin art. I just don't collect those he, things. He um, did the colorways for our... Minefield pins? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, lots of different colorways. Lots of different colorways. He's made some um, uh, different type of... Um, what's that show called? Um, the show? The, um, he makes our designs for shirts. Yeah, he's made some shirt designs too. Um, yeah, he's, he, he's like basically... Is he the one that lives like in Orlando? No, Trevor lives in Trevor Orlando. Trevor lives, lives, lives in Orlando. We all have like a little... <laughs> I feel like we each play in the band. Yeah. Like, Rob gets all the rips down, gets all the recording shit. Trevor does a lot of the Instagram, social media video, kind of stuff, and stuff video but, uh, promotional stuff. Colby does all the editing, like the editing and the Photoshop and all the kind of like logos and designs we get usually. Not practice space. Not, not practice space. Everything but playing his instrument. And then I do most of the, like, the booking stuff. So we all really throw a big hand yeah. into the band. 
Which which is honestly why um, we've been able to cover as much ground as we have. I think. Yeah, I, yeah, it definitely helps with like each person doing an individual thing because like, and then, right, right, I don't talk shit about my old friends that were in my band, but I felt oh, like oh. I was the only one doing anything outside of the musical part. Yes. So like, the business part. Yeah, yeah. I was booking the shows, doing the social media so, you know, at the time. There was not that much. Yeah, it was that. Let's go. But I was yeah. like booking, and I would like I would have like input in the songwriting too. But like outside of that, no one would do a dick. So no, I was like, fuck. You're like, fuck this, dude. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I feel that, but that's why I feel like we all communicate well and we're all on the same wavelength with stuff like whether it be just random bullshit like humor or like riffs that we like we all just click on the same shit yeah. and we're like almost like on a voting system it's like <laughs> yeah. alright who's up for this we're playing this show uh, three most yeah. to one alright we're playing uh, it yeah that right. sucks being the one <laughs> literally fuck I'm gonna do that figure it out dude <laughs> fuck the hell. But we, we're, we're not doing a lot of shows right now we're doing Select few here and there. Our next show honestly, is. Uh, honestly, I'm glad we didn't take that first little round because now we're getting offered even better ones. And yeah. Like well, with being signed and stuff, obviously, I was going to ask, like, are you still going to be handling your shit, or is it, are you going to have like yeah, a booking? We're going to book most of it unless Josh from Bullet Tooth can reach out to his people that he knows <clears> and try and like submit us for their, bigger tours. Their support, Otherwise, I'll be doing it. Their support is going to um, is going to have. <laughs> Lend a hand um, with a lot of booking and stuff. What, like yeah, that. what else are they going to be helping out? With? Are they going to pay for like recording and stuff like uh, that? Recording, marketing, oh, our right. tour. Um, so know. are you going to like pump up the prices for your recording? Um, well, he records it all, so he does it for free. Yeah, I mean, so just yeah, and uh, you can like budget it. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. He knows <laughs> my band, but I'm gonna need a thousand dollars, guys. Right. <laughs> I mean, he knows you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I did the last one. Not where I'm getting it. Anyways, um, uh, tour support. Um, you know, Fest. Fest, uh, Fest is a big thing. Management, if we need it. Um, he said um, that anything we need is to reach out. Cool. And that's promotion, like, artwork, that's marketing. Yeah, I'm not familiar with how big their organization is currently because, like I said, I hadn't. I mean, I knew that it was defunct Trustkill, such that he, Josh and shit. He described but. it as a an indie major label. So yeah. I know he has ties too. They had ties. He's got too. some good that's like heavier bands. That's too. why he described it that way. It's like an indie label because he wants to keep it small and manageable mm-hmm. because it is probably only him and a couple other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he still has those you know major label connections. Mm-hmm. And um, those relationships with a lot of promoters that are still doing just as much as they were back then. Yeah. Show, well, I mean, and more. that label, of, I mean, God, them, it was them and Fair were like my two favorites. Back yeah. Then. They found like so much good music. Yeah. Boys in the Well was on Trust Kill, I think, at both. one point. They were on, they, yeah, they were on both. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I know Bullet Tooth, they have um, Earth Crisis on there now. They'll be releasing a new album from what I've heard. First Blood. First Blood, Most Precious Blood. Yeah. Um, I'm a lot like, more old school, like heavier bands, which like I feel like we fit in with for the most part. Yeah, I mean, they have a, they honestly have a, a wide range. Very wide range. Um, Memphis, Memphis, Vision, Memphis um, Mayfire's on it. Memphis mm-hmm. Mayfire. Mm-hmm. Memphis Vision just released their album. They were touring with Crowbar and Killswitch. Yeah, that's one of the dudes um, from Killswitch, I think, isn't it? I think it's one of the dudes I can't remember. What was the name of the band you just said? Death Ray Vision. No, okay, that was because Jesse 
of Kill Switch has a different band. I thought that might be what you're saying. Yeah, no, not that one. They're cool. That band's sick though. Like they got, like, he showed us all the stuff he's done for like other bands, and it just seemed. Did like you guys go up there and meet him, or is it solid? Or... This was at the Jersey show. When we okay, talked to okay. Him. Yeah. He brought us a bunch of old school like Trust Kill merch and like records, and I thought that was really cool. Well, tell him to hook it up. I'm looking for a hoodie. You're right. He had a bunch of cool ass shit. But then, like I said, we he saw us at that show, and we played shitty. The turnout was shitty. We were like, this guy's not going to want anything to do with us. And then we got done, and he was like, so you guys want to work together? And we were just like, let's figure out some shit. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you're going to try to get the fucking record done before the spring, so that way you can hit the touring cycle. Trying to. Um, what festivals are your I- ideal situation? On our radar, festival-wise, um, like This Is Hardcore, Promcore, uh, Wild Rose up in Canada. Um, you know Rockville. What? If we could, if we could open at Rockville, that would be badass. I remember our friends in this year did that before, which was really cool. So I feel like it's possible we can. There's do a that. lot of people there at twelve o'clock too. So you know. exactly, I'm saying. <laughs> and just to play on stage that big would be insane. Just like fests like those that are known, like this is hardcore. Um, we'd love to play Fya, but the fest is already locked in stone. Um, yeah, just fests like those. The bigger ones like FYA, this is hardcore, promcore, um, hope for shelter when it was a thing, but I think he said when you say big ones, man, I'm thinking like Rockville, those size, but we, we're we talking like talked big about scene ones. Shaky Knees Fest, and that would be cool to get on, but that's like a stretch. Like, I'll be like, I could see like a turnstile type band playing something like that. I think, Shaky Knees, um, yeah. Higher Power's playing that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Higher Power and some other band, it might be turnstile, it's not turnstile, though. They just have like a, uh, their sound is just so much bigger. Yeah, not bigger, I don't say that, but wide, yeah, wider. So Turnover is like, honestly, just like a festival band now. Turnstile? Or, no, Turnover. Oh, Turnover? Um, Epicenter, that's what we were, we were talking about. With like, uh. Disturb oh. Metallica! Yeah. yeah. Just uh, to like open it, just for, just to get Oh, well, yeah, because then you'll get like the fucking push. Exactly. Just, yeah. just something, just to get our name out Well, there and you know the thing is we were talking about? A lot of those guys and people, I should say, that have that are like younger and going to those festivals, they don't know any better. <laughs> I don't want to say no <laughs> any better. They can't say it with a straight face. They don't, they don't know maybe that they haven't reached the pinnacle of their like discovery of bands, you yes. know? Like, I fucking was Power Man 5000 for a while. <laughs> Yo, Power Man 5000. That was Rob Zombie's, like, nephew, I think. Yo, Rob Zombie, let's go. I guess. I used to fuck Rob Zombie heavily. Dragon was my shit. Oh, look, my shit that just reminds me of a kid <laughs> driving me to school. Uh, um, I used to drive with him, and he had, it was like 6 o'clock in the morning. I was going to high school out here. And it was dark, and he had like these weird neon lights inside, and he would just fucking play Dragula uh, all the time. With the neon lights? Yeah, with, and they would like, oh, say, I couldn't do that It's like a five minute drive to school, dude. Just chill. Put something else on. Somehow he played a four Put something Chill on, I can't do this at 6 I'm going to start riding the bus again. Fuck. <laughs> Get me out of here. No, <laughs> so what are, um, what is like, what are five influential albums for you as far as like, it doesn't have to be for your music or anything like that, but just in general, like what five albums? I'd say one is definitely. Rob, you should start thinking about yours right now. I think one <laughs> for me is Sepultura, Chaos AD. Definitely one of our favorites. Um, any All Out War record. Because, uh, yeah, we played two shows with them. We did Orlando, and then we flew out to Puerto Rico and played in Puerto Rico with them. 
And that was an interesting time. Puerto Rico was very interesting, per yeah. se. Yeah. Just like the scene there and the culture and everything. It was really cool, though. It was, it was definitely an experience. I think those island-type groups love that hardcore, hardcore shit. They were, like, into, like, the more, like... Heavier beat down stuff still. Yeah, they they like I, yeah, I think like turn back in time a little bit. Yeah, they were they, they obviously time, are like, definitely. They still had like the big plugs and stuff like in hardcore shows. Like, I'm not no, that's just that's that. just them in general. And I not I shouldn't say Puerto Rico, but just like island culture. Just island culture, yeah. But like I, I mean, they're literally on an island. Yeah. But yeah, Puerto Rico was a that was like a vacation for us basically. Uh, and then you know we got killed there. That was that was a fucking wild time. Again, our basis Colby almost killed us. That was, <laughs> I won't go into too much detail about that, but that was, it was a wild time. It was an experience. Only way to put it, really. So you have two more, three, two more albums? Three or two more albums. I know you said All Out War, Sepultura. All Out War, Sepultura. You got any, Rob? <laughs> you, uh, you, got, you got two. Rob, give me five. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say Toxicity is one of my all-time favorites. That's a heavy, that's a heavy um, banger. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say, um, this is it by the Strokes. That's a good one too. Yeah. What's 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 on that one? Um, uh, fuck. Every every single song on that album. Is last la, is last night on that one? Um, yeah. Okay, last so that's one thing. All right, yeah. Moving um, on. Um, I would have to say, I mean, um, <laughs> we're getting I'd, like I'd have to say Master Puppets. Okay. Um, I mean, you just, yeah, there's so many fucking riffs. There's just so many riffs. Um, um, <laughs> I would say Practice What You Preach by Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? It's hard. It's like one of the harder questions I get. So I'm just yeah. like, I try to think about it. I'm just like, oh. like I wanted to scroll through my shit. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, like, shape that, that's kind of like shaped you. Not like ones you listen to. Like, like musically, yeah. what shaped this? Yeah. For, uh, like, for this band, I'd say, like, All Out War, Sepultura, Marauder. Yeah. I stuff mean, like that. I've been listening to a lot of Black Breath. Um, Black Breath is always fucking bad. Like, honestly, any album by Black Breath mm-hmm. is fucking killer. So we're trying to mix, like, the heaviness um, of, like, Black. Black Breath with like the riffage of like Odd War and I mean, they're, they're about as dark as it gets when it comes to like hardcore. Yeah. To me. Black it's Breath, like, yeah. It's like, I mean, they're they're black and hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, the only way to put it. It's like, um, Spit on the Cross, I mean, um, I mean, don't get heavier than that. But they also got like a lot of thrash riffs. Mm-hmm. Breakdowns. And that was fast stuff. That we love. It's just good. So it would be the perfect sound for you guys if you guys like nailed it right on the fucking head. Like, what are your, what are your, what do you aspire to be? Oh, <laughs> oh man! Like, what combination of artists that exist? Or like, what band will we like to be? Yeah, like if, if you had it, not really per se like one band, but if you were to like a sound, if you guys were to like, oh, this is the, this is it, this is it, this is our best thing. Mm. This say, is our toxicity. Oh man, I say like. It's the album. That's it. <laughs> this album coming out. <laughs> I'd say just like a bunch. I wouldn't say any band in particular. I would say like thrashy riffs with mixed with like just riffs that make you want to smosh and two step and stuff like that. Yeah, I would. Say. Along with like punk beats and like maybe a D beat here and there. Yeah, just a lot of different shit. Honestly, it, we couldn't really narrow it down, even if I tried. Honestly, 
Yeah. I can't really. I've tried. Even just sitting at my own time, I'm just like, I don't fucking know, honestly. Dude, honestly, I would <laughs> just want to say, like, 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 Slayer riffs. Oh, yeah, with, Slayer too. Like, with, like, you know, a modern touch and, like, um, no, but heavier. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's it. More modern, heavier. Do you plan on attending any of the last Slayer shows? I was at uh, the, their last Chicago show at um, Riot Fest. Cool, cool, cool. Um, when the awesome. Riot Fest recently? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Um, they, Glassjaw played their Worship and Tribute dude, shit there. Uh, that's my uh, all-time favorite. Dude, they, honestly, out of all the bands I saw that weekend, that was the best set. Yeah. Uh, they, I've, I've honestly, done... their sound and their performance was incredible. Yeah, I've done some dumb things for that band. Not like, <laughs> I mean, I've done like some dumb trips for that band. So like, I spent a fuckload of money. So good. I saw Jawbreaker. Um, oh, yeah, they came back. Testament, on. Slayer, um, and Anthrax, Anthrax all on the same fucking day. Anthrax, which was yeah. insane. Um, so, you like some cheesy 80 metal. That's oh, yeah. Back. My stepdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank him. No, I get it. Uh, no, I mean, so like, good. that's all, that's a building block for some shit. Yeah. So good. Like, I mean, it's all. Nuclear Assault, another band that we like that's really old, like, thrashy. We discover. It's crazy if you really think about it how big like Anthrax and all that did. shit got back in the day for not being like yes. super mainstream. I mean, I guess they were mainstream because they've just always been around. But yeah, well, they were they were stuck in with that um, label with Metallica. Um, they also did a bunch of like crossover shit though too. Yes. You know what I mean? With like rappers, rappers. And and shit. <laughs> yeah. They like, were a big '80s band. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it, they, it's like modern like Cold World does I mean, that. They're, yeah. they're, honestly, they're they're from Brooklyn. They're from New York. Just like, they were around, they were around the right time. Mm-hmm. Just had that big sound. Had that big back. goatee, you know, stand stood out a lot. That definitely stands out. Yeah, he still does it. <laughs> it's it's um, weird. It's so weird that he. Does, I mean, it's it's cool that he does it too. But he plays in like all these other bands. Like he's in the damn things with fucking thing, Keith with, and all them. Yep. Yeah, we had him on. We had Keith on, and we asked him like, "What's it like being a band full of millionaires?" And you're the only one that's not fucking millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's fucking tough sometimes. Damn it. Because, yeah, you know, they get invited to all those other things that, like, every time I die, I doesn't get invited to. Yeah. So, you know. Bye. Like, <laughs> like shit. Yeah, it's weird. Dude, that's gnarly. That's a weird band, the damn things. Yeah. As far as, like, group of people and where everyone's from and shit. Yeah. You got Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy. Very diverse. You have um, Anthrax and you have um, Every Time I Die. Mm-hmm. The dude from Fall Out Boy was another band, wasn't he? Another hardcore band. Yeah, he's- and, um, all of Fall Out Boy, I think, was in a different hardcore band. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, but, I think they all came uh, from the hardcore band. Andy scene. Hurley was in. Oh, I forget. I can't remember the name of that band. Did he fill? He filled in for someone, I think, after Fall Out Boy stepped away. Um. Yeah. Yes, but he's always been in this other. I, I want to say the straight edge hardcore band. That makes sense. Yeah, I can't think of him. I have to research on that. I can't remember. <laughs> you don't want to look up Andy Hurley or anything? Okay. I can't remember. <laughs> no, I want to look up his vegan uh, magazine um, features. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good shit. His powerlifting vegan shit. He powerless? No, it can't be true. Yeah, it can't be true. I was like, I mean, he may like work out a little bit, but he doesn't look like he powerless. Uh, he powerless drumsticks. There it is. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, man. Follow boy. That was a funny one. Fall Out Boy was a funny one, man. It is still a funny one. It's, I, I don't even really pay attention anymore. It's not laughable, but it is. It's a classic. Well, yeah. earlier Fall Out Boy is. The yes. weird stuff they, I feel like, um, we're getting off topic here too, obviously, <laughs> but like, I feel like once, once Pete found Panic at the Disco, like, 
fuck it. Fall Out Boy was like, we're going that route. Yeah, yeah I get that. We're that, going, that we're going Panic at the Disco route. Panic at the Disco, like, you know, they were just like overshadowed by Oh, child, my fault, probably. But um, they're kind of better. Oh, well, that first, oh, dude, yeah. the first Panic at the Disco album was like yeah. obviously a scene. Well, I mean, the, a scene yeah. classic. Yes, you know, what I mean, you couldn't go anywhere yeah. without hearing that. Um, a true classic, honestly. Yeah. Well, and then the normies got a hold of it, and you can you the can play, freaking normies. You can still hear all that shit out now. Fifteen-year-old <laughs> <laughs> like white chicks that. The bar. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, how the fuck did they get in here? Well, um, I I definitely have DJed their fucking first album songs out late at night at the at the fucking bars before and uh, yeah, like shut down for underage drinking. No, no, no. The, well, see, all those all those fifteen year olds turned into like twenty five year olds now, oh, yeah. so they're like, I fucking remember this shit. And it's like, fuck shit. <laughs> rock metal. But even like early Fall Out was rock. still you hey, could, rock. <laughs> You can still you can still kind of get this like very very minimal hardcore feel from like early Fall Out Boy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a dirty fucking pop punk sound. Yes, that's great. That's what I was gonna go for. I don't even know if they play instruments now. Like their new like their new music, I don't feel like they. I feel like it's just super produced in studio. It's like Bring Me the Horizon now, yeah. but I, don't, I like it for some weird reason. Suicide season now. Dude. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a Bring Me the Horizon fan. Oh God, God bless you. Oh, Plagues, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, oh, did, they, did they play Rockville last year, this last one? Bring Me the Rising? Yeah. 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 Pretty sure they did. I, 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 I was not about it. So no. It's so good. And oh, I had never seen them before. <laughs> it's so good. I had never seen Bring Me the Rising live before. I mean, I remember when they first came out and how it was like a heavier band and shit. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, I'll fucking stick around and check it out. I would, And again, I'm not talking shit or anything like that. I just had an expectation of what I thought yes. they may sound like. And I was like, huh. That oh. is not at so all what's going on. We're going. Yeah, I was like, this is a full on. Well, thing to say about that album though, and that, that band is just they have never released the same album twice, no. which I can respect. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else you want to kind of like toss out in the last little bit here, as far as uh, hmm. I was thinking like bands locally to shout out, but we already really talked about most uh, of them. I'll, I'll give my last album. Go for it. <laughs> he found it. He looked, it. he looked it up. Shadow the Security by Adelaide. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Yikes. Absolutely. Let's go. That, You're going to catch some heat. No. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't care. You're uh, going to try to kill your wife the, at some point and you're going to catch some heat for that. Um, I'm not. We can. I don't care. But dude, honestly, everything about that album and that. Those great album. That's the one after so, uh, fail, a, a fail Collapse or something? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, with the... Uh, yeah. That was a great yeah, song. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, that was a good album too, but then he tried to kill his wife, and I don't yeah. know how I feel about all that now. You <laughs> and know? then you're just like, I don't like that. It's so weird. And like, now it's... <laughs> saved, bro. Huh? God has saved. saved. He was saved before though, bro. That was like, <laughs> right. the whole situation. <laughs> I saved. Man, it was crazy on Roy's. I mean... Have you kept up at all with his situation? Very little. Very little, yeah. Let me give you a little, let me give you a little, <laughs> little, what's been going on the last couple of years. So obviously the whole situation happened, he went to jail for that. And jail, then, um, I think he was doing like some lip power lifting and shit like that. Like yes. getting really into steroids and that yes. was probably the reason why he came to the conclusion that that was a good idea. Yes. So uh, that was it right there. Nothing else is going right. <laughs> Got a killer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. How, I, I don't know. I don't really know how to uh, approach the situation, steroids, but right? that seems like okay, the only logical crazy. explanation. I'm just like, all right, Tim, chill out. So then he he was in jail. 
uh, got off the boys probably and decided, you know, realized that he had done wrong. Emailing them, Who? like, the man. Not yet. Know. They didn't have any contact yet. Oh. I don't think. But he was emailing a woman. He did get married. Yes. So he I got saw married that. in jail the one to a woman. Married to not. No, yes. currently. Okay. Which is interesting. You know, Crazy. to each his own. To each his own. But I found it weird that he promoted it on. I feel like I found it weird that he did promote it on social media and such. Like this is me getting married, right. yeah, bro. And I was like, <laughs> and it's like you know, within the last three years. He did have one. He did have one. Yeah, that's the way he posted it. I don't know if he had one in there. He wasn't like flexing on the story. If I ever go to jail, I better have fucking Instagram. I watched a thing. Oh my god! Not to get too off topic, but I watched a fucking documentary on Netflix called Dream Killer. Dream Killer. And this dude got falsely accused for killing some dude. He went to jail like two thousand, and they just got him out. Or he went earlier, like before social media and before all that shit. He went out. He got out finally, like ten years later. He was like, I don't know anything about that shit. And I was like, sure, no, it like, blew my mind. I was like, oh, It wow. must be an insane concept to be in jail for 10 plus years. How long were you in jail? Eight hours. <laughs> Only eight hours. Not really. He has longer. <laughs> Dude, both, both of you, freak. Both of you guys are longer than I am. I, uh, I, re- I got arrested like earlier this year. Nice. Party. I spent like four hours in jail. Let's bro. go. <laughs> Rob's got his beat. Rob's got 12. I got eight. Damn, dude. You do like three. Got... I will say this, though. I got arrested. I got arrested when I was like 21, maybe, for fucking something. I mean, both things were like dumb shit like yours. Bullshit. Yours was even worse than mine. Mine was like, Complete bullshit. Mine was like, you got a warrant after your arrest. I was like, for what? You're like, wait a minute. Hold on, Gina. Yeah, I was like, I don't wait. even know what the fuck that was before. one pack of gum, I swear. <laughs> I did get caught with a grinder. I just didn't show up at the court uh, date. One of the court dates or something like that. But anyway. You know you can delete the app, right? <laughs> I know, but he was already going through my phone. He was already going through my phone, you know. And I was like, fuck it. Let it run. <laughs> but he, if, he, if he knows what it is, he knows what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. But the first time I went to jail, the guy, I had... Did you get in a cell? Were you nope. able to get into a cell? I was cell? in a holy cell. Okay. No, like an actual, oh, actual cell. cell? No, I was in a holy cell. Wait, did you go to a jail cell? Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird flexes, but okay. Hot rod cell. I shit you not. I had two of them. One of them had just gotten shot in the fucking face. Oh, my what? God. That was the first time I ever went just to jail. Just chilling jail. So what you in he had for? Like a, he had like a thing. Yeah, it was all like, what are you in for? And I was like, I don't know. I showed up with a piece of paper, and fucking, I'm here now. I got shot in the face. I got shot in the fucking face. I, yeah, like, I was like, well, I shouldn't be here. Like, True that. <laughs> but I got, yeah. No, I showed up, and they didn't. there was no fucking mattress on my bed, right? <laughs> on my on my my little metal thing on the wall. No. I was like, one of these bitches stole my fucking mattress, God bro. Because I, I didn't know. I was like, maybe my maybe they came double stack on the Wait a minute. They said, fuck this guy. Twenty year old white kid showing up. What's up, dude? They're just like this motherfucker. I just got shot. I like, had this man in here. I had Moe's earlier today. What's good? <laughs> these guys are like, I'm gonna kill this man. <laughs> yeah. Now jail's funny, dude. Jail's an interesting time. Oh, I got yeah. <laughs> I got flashed by the eight grown men. Oh, nice. See, I, I didn't yeah. nothing like that. No, it wasn't even in the shower. <laughs> it was my room. <laughs> no, no, my, my little, my little room. No, you know, they all came in just showed they me what they got. Just showed me the cops. Just walked away. That was their butts. Again, oh, butts. Again, uh, on grind. I'm uh, not grind. Ah, he got it. He's caught. <laughs> you can check out their OnlyFans. At, uh, Three dollars a month. See, Rob, you're flushed by eight bucks. No, when I walked, when I walked. 
Did, was it here? Did you get arrested here? In, yeah. In town? Cool. So like, cool. <laughs> well, because if I'm gonna explain it, he'll know what I'm talking about. When you walk to like your your sub block, like your little block, your pod, uh-huh. dude. The, when I went in earlier this year, all of them were just hanging out on the window because it's all see through, clear shit. Yep. And then I walked in, they're like, oh, he's here, he's here, he's here. And I was like, what's up, I'm here. <laughs> and it's me. And they're like, I'm a stabs man. Well, and I was like, I, you know, when you, you watch so much Locked Up and, you know, Lockdown or fucking yeah. documentaries, you're like, all right, don't be like, don't be, don't be a nerd when, you, when you're like, eh, just be like, what up, you're yeah, like, hey, fucking, I'm in jail too, it's good. <laughs> Who's got the fake cigarettes? <laughs> Dried up piece of pillowcase. Where to lose it? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. The, the first time, like years, like when I was 20, there was a dude, I, the guy who fucking got shot in the face, was smoking a fake cigarette or whatever they fucking rolled up in the cell. And of course, I'm just showing up. So that's my cell, technically, that I'm showing up and like they're smoking cigarettes. And I'm like, great. And then, like, to cover the cover smell up, <laughs> to cover the smell up, they had this fucking a bunch of shit in a sock and they were just like, Fling the sock and it was like powder, like soap powder. But I remember breathing that in. I was like, "Oh my god, that is like worse <laughs> oh than the smoke, god. dude!" <laughs> it was Jail rough. ingenuity, man. Oh, it's, it's another level. Smoke the sock. Smoke the sock. <laughs> we never. I never. We didn't get far enough to like make any kind of like jail pizza or jail meal. <laughs> I did have the brown bag lunch, which you probably had too. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I remember is like. They gave me a ham sandwich. I said, I need that. That ain't ham. Dude, you didn't get no ham sandwich. You got a bologna sandwich. That ain't ham, brother. There was no ham. They said, I was eating two Did you get the Oreos? I didn't get Oreos. You got Oreos? Yeah. What? They were Oreos, one knockoff Oreos. But still, you got cookies? They made me stand in front of the window. You want your cookie? Uh, nope. You can have my cookies. I was by myself in my holding cell, but there's like blood all over the seats. I'm like, man. And you're getting cookies? Well, we probably went to a different holding cell. The big main room that has like fucking toilets available. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It had a big fucking, it was a big fucking room. It was like cell, 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 cell. No, 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 I mean, like, you're holding, like, before you go to your cell cell. I don't remember. I got arrested at, like, midnight. Oh, you were drunk? Um, I mean, yeah. Not sober? <laughs> Technically. I mean, Technically. Not, Bullshit. Not wasted, but... Sand like, up, brother! But, but <laughs> underage. Mm-hmm. And That's it. consuming alcohol. Nice. Uh, yeah. Those brownies go crazy, bro. Brownies! Those brownie yeah. parties go they made me stand in front of the window while they while they, <laughs> they made rolled, you. They they were like, "Yo, bro, stand in front of the window." I'm like, "All right." And then they they were like lifting these like heavy bags of water wrapped up in sheets so they could work out. And I was like, hey, "Let me hit that shit." Let me hit that shit real quick. <laughs> I could do a couple sets. Like, oh, this man, yeah. play, all right, shit. <laughs> did you uh, did you have to experience a like overnight? Oh yeah, 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 probably because you were yeah, fucking. Hours. Luckily, at like two o'clock in the morning, my fucking because my dad knew this is years and years and years ago. My dad knew that I had gone down to the jail and like I didn't come back. <laughs> so, yeah, so my dad knew too. And I, I was, and you know, you get to call a number. This is I was fucking years and years and years ago. We didn't have a house phone, and I was like, I don't know anyone fuck a cell phone number. Right. So Straight like, up. I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. They know I'm here. I, I, and I, in my head, I was like, in the morning, I'll be out. You know, I was like, I'll go to court in the morning. Wait a little bit, it'll be fine. It'll be all good. I'm a gangster. I can do I'm it. I'm a gangster. <laughs> no, my God, this guy got shot in the face. Fuck yeah, I want to get out. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 hey,
<laughs> Who's got the fucking fake wine? I call her mom. She's like, like, she's she's like, like all right, let me know when you're out. I'm okay, like, we'll do. Oh, no, like at two o'clock in the morning, my it? fucking bail went through, and they like over the intercom, the door went open. And I was like, "Fucking Landers, dudes, Landers, <laughs> And then I saw You're him. Cool. I saw him in court the next day because he already showed up fucking court. And the dude it was right afterwards. That's convenient, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I was scheduled for court at nine in the morning anyway. I had to, I had to wait like a week and then I had to go to court. I saw all my homies from the cell block. Come through. What up, dog? How's your cheek feeling? How's your cheek feeling? (laughs) And of course, I asked him what happened, and he was like, "Ah, some bullshit." You know, this, that, the other. I was like, "Ah, "I bet it was some bullshit." He almost got shot in the brain. Yeah, (laughs) some bullshit. Just another day. No big deal. And I'm in jail. You know how that how that happened? I was like, I don't know. How did we get here, man? Shit, we're equals. (laughs) (laughs) But I was school. Last time I was in, I was schooling dudes on like. How to fucking make money out when they get out? Really? <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I was like, "Here's what you do, son. Here's, here's what you here, gotta do. Here's some internet hustles, okay?" <laughs> he goes, Weird, "Really?" I was like, "Yes." Give it a shot. Give it a shot. You ever stole credit card numbers? No, I'm <laughs> Next level shit. Uh, that's like some fucking Bluetooth scammer shit. I don't know anything too, about that. Too dark much. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Credit card numbers. Too much. I know how to make like a marketing Bluetooth website. Money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know how to like sell shit on the internet. I know a couple things. But yeah. What's so, your social security numbers? Yeah, yeah. Steal social security numbers. Steal all that shit. Yeah, easy shit. This is good content right here. This is gold. <laughs> if they made it this far into it, OnlyFans.com <laughs> backslash the van flip. For, for $30 a month, you get our social security number. <laughs> or a social security number. It doesn't fucking matter. You get one of our social security numbers. I don't have much, I swear. It's God. a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I am broke. All right, well, let's, uh, yeah, look. Shout out who you or any final things before you we dip um, out of here. Shout out followers. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Casey Frey. Shout out Casey Frey, shout out followers. Um, look out for the album, either spring or summer. Uh, shout out to Zayus. Shout out Rhythm of Fear. Shout out Vatican. Shout out Mega Church. Do we want to do your better nerd of Vervarda? You in? You in? You in? The fucking you know we were talking about earlier. Fucking Ben's in the band. Um, Nova. Oh, yes. you would need a Nova. Yes. You what is it? You would need a Nova. New name. New name. Need a new name. Coven, badass band. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I already said them, but Vatican. Check out their new album. Fourth time. Fourth time. Fourth time he's mentioned that fucking album. Rumor record. I think they might want a tour or some shit. If you getting that vibe. Uh, that's all I got for a shout out. So I also got some people. I don't care about nobody, really. <laughs> I feel you. Fuck off. Fuck everyone. Damn it. <laughs> We're nice fans. Say mom, I love you, mom. Mom. That's it. That's it. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.